Bang! Football cards, collecting and investing the season. It's better and better each and every week. And today, Andy, our topic right off the jump here. Last week, we did downtowns versus kabooms. Our general topic today will be gold, anything, gold refractors, but really the gold number to 10. Is that something, and I'm looking at you, or if you're listening to this worldwide or wherever you might be, um, are you a gold numbered to 10 kind of person? Andy, uh, for me, I believe the gold hype. I love gold cards. What say you? I have a hard time keeping my hands on them. I've bought gold cards before. It doesn't matter if the guy gets cut from the team, he goes to the practice squad, or he never amounts to a hill of beans. Like People seem to absolutely love gold cards, and from the data I see, I mean, it's just it's one of those cards that it's better to have a gold card regardless of the player. I find that to be so fascinating because people love set building, right? Um, and for me, I, I've bought uh, bought I've bought gold cards number to ten at a discount before. My favorite card in my collection, Andy. Now I'll, I'll pull it out here in a second. Is my gold number to ten Marcus Colston that I got for ten dollars? Um, and it's twenty twelve Prism. The price for the lowest on eBay right now is nine hundred. Um, it, it's just crazy the premium of a gold numbered to 10 card. So what we want you to do in the comment section below or just listening to this wherever you might be, what do you say about gold number to 10 cards? Is that your absolute favorite thing in the world or is it a different type of insert like Kaboom or Downtown? But Andy, I, I have fallen in love with the gold thing and I've been targeting a few gold players. Yeah, and I think it goes back to the whole uh, collecting element and set building. And if you got the gold, then you're pretty much like 70 to 80% on your way there to finishing the rainbow because it, like the one of one, the gold is going to be incredibly hard to get your hands on because it is super popular. Like it's typically only numbered out of five or 10 and it's just super popular. Like everybody wants that gold prism, that gold parallel. It doesn't matter the set. Like I, I recently sold a Kadarius Tony num, uh, gold numbered out of five from XR, which is one of the you know lesser desirable sets in the hobby. But I mean, that's kind of where people gravitate towards from what I see in the data. And I think a lot of people want just gold, period. Like, wouldn't that look cool, Carter, if I had nothing but gold cards on the wall behind me? They pop. They, they really, pop. really, really do. And look, uh, this is it right here. So Marcus Colston gold card. I got this in a card shop for 10 bucks. And, um, you know, it's just smart to grab them if you just see them sitting around, um, you know, especially 2012 Prism, but 2013 Prism. Um, you know, I just love gold, whatever it may be. And sometimes, you know, with the top sets, you can get gold refractors that are numbered to 50. Obviously, that is not as rare as number to 10. But Andy, just based on what I've seen, normally the gold in the sets are number to 10, uh, sometimes number to 17 in mosaic, um, as you see on the screen. So I, I'm just a believer because, look, football cards and just sports cards in general, people want the players that win the most, right? Well, what does gold represent? The well, gold medal, 
people think gold, people think winner. So I, I, I truly believe in how gold cards just pop everywhere. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's a great point. Gold medal, gold medallion, the gold is first place. And uh, yeah, gold just really pops. I think the only thing that really supersedes gold is like a, a one of one platinum, which they in, in sports cards, a lot of time the one of ones are like a black finite. So it's, it's, it's kind of slightly different there, but I think of like a one of one uh, potentially being like a one of one platinum or one of one black fine. I guess that gets the job done as well. Yeah. Eddie, if you can really quickly, before we get into uh, some Mike white hype, I sent you the tweet uh, before from Eric Whiteback. Um, I think this is just a very um, good point by him. Uh, always be careful when you're buying veteran cards that aren't numbered or don't do anything, you know, really spectacular for anyone. Obviously, the Tom Brady PSA 10 2012. I remember the Peyton Manning one was also very popular because I think that was his first year with the Broncos. Um, but 2012 Prism, the base Tom Brady was once a $2,500 card. It is now a $154 card when around the same time you could have gotten a super rare Hardy Nickerson card for $400. Now this precious metal gems Hardy Nickerson card is $2,000. So I do think people want rare stuff. People want things that can help them build a set. And a precious metal green card is a card, even though there's 150 of them, not the absolute rarest thing. And Hardy Nickerson was a really good player, but, you know, is he even a top five bucks linebacker? Maybe. Um, it was really, really, really good. But that just shows you, Andy, how rarity, uh, no matter the player, can, can, can be king. Yeah, it does. And it shows you kind of paints a really nice picture of how the hobby has evolved because there was a craze and a mad dash and and collectors were and content creators were talking about the first year prism, the first year select, the first year optic. And it was getting quite expensive. I remember flipping set like I have a actually a bunch like Tim Tebow, like Calvin Johnson, like all these guys in first year base prism that I was able to buy for like a dollar or two and then turn around and sell those raw for 10, 15 bucks. That was like a serious fad uh, back in the summer of 2020. And this Tom Brady is like at the peak of that because he just signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was going into what was supposedly his final year. And uh, first year prism was so popular and PSA 10 was all the craze as well. So it kind of fits both of those molds like it checks both of those boxes perfectly and so i could see that getting up to twenty five hundred dollars whereas you know but the the long-term like uh stickiness of that card is just not there because it's a 12-year veteran card and as the hobby evolves and they're like yeah well i've got a a, a first year base prism but what i really want is a first year gold prism right of tom brady which i'm sure that still sells for you know well into the the you know triple digits probably four digits and the precious metal gems is like one of those uh hidden sets that has really picked up steam and gained a lot of of collection respect and collection value over the past year as people kind of diversify away from the base cards and get into the more rare and unique stuff within the football card hobby one more thing on the gold thing so you know i i don't have bags right i don't have 
you know, the, uh, the, the, the money that some other collectors might have. But I did, you know, I look at Joe Burrow cards all the time, and I'm like, God, I wish I had them. One card that just popped out at me was this gold-rated rookie on-card auto Joe Burrow card um, that wasn't really graded that high. It was in an SGC slab. I love SGC, but, you know, people crap on SGC all the time. I was looking at it and how it ended. It ended at 5K, right? And, man, it just goes to show you, like, how important, uh, you know, gold can be. It's something that's very desirable for a lot of people, especially if it is numbered to 10. And the thing about the Joe Burrow number to 10 gold auto is it is a mix of what we just talked about. It is a super rare Hardy Nickerson kind of card of, you know, a player that some people have compared to Tom Brady, a guy that everyone views now as a top five, top 10 quarterback in the NFL. So, you know, if you're able to mix the two of them, and this was from a few weeks ago, uh, when I saw that auction in, if you're going to mix the two of them, you have something truly special. Now, you'd have to pay up for it. Not everybody's got $5,000 sitting around, but I would feel a lot better getting that card um, at 5K than paying for, you know, a rookie ticket auto number to 99 uh, of Joe for like 3K, uh, if that makes sense. So, you know, I, I'm I'm just a big believer in gold. I just think it will you know withstand uh time because there's always going to be a desire to go get those cards so um you know for me andy i i think when i look at just football cards as a whole i do think the most fascinating player from this past week was jordan love um and it's honestly just not even close to my estimation for this reason right if you're just not getting into the football card hobby it's not really you know, anything new to you. you're like, okay, he was next in line for, you know, after Aaron Rodgers. But what makes Jordan Love really fascinating, Andy, is that we did have this weird roller coaster because Jordan Love cards were so freaking hot um, just a few years ago. And you remember this, Andy, we talked about it at the time. We don't even know if this guy can play, but he was a Green Bay quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And now we have this Sunday night game where he comes in for hurt Aaron Rodgers, and Andy, it looked it looked it looked really good. Yeah, I know, especially if you're if you're just looking at the film, like I mean, it looked really good, and uh, he did everything right. He did everything right. It's just Jalen Hurts and that Eagles offense was one step ahead of them, uh, and and they just couldn't come back. You could see the trend, though. I mean, look at the reflection on his graded card mark because you're right, Carter. Uh, Before the season, when there was speculation that Aaron Rodgers was going to retire or move teams, his cards were incredibly hot. We had small sample from him, kind of like Trey Lance. So they had this hype about him and a couple couple preseason games, a part of a regular season game. And so it's very easy for a guy like this uh, to get an incredible amount of hype very quickly, which leads to clear, like, crazy price increases uh and, and that's what we're seeing 108 percent increase this is just trending up uh right now over the past 30 days like his, his base phoenix psa 10 going from 31 to 65 or even like a base absolute psa 10 going from 18 to 30 i mean it's just you know prism silver going from 135 to 200 so right now i think we're seeing about 50 percent increase across the board which could i mean hey 
depending on how much time Aaron Rodgers misses and how well Jordan Love plays in his absence, like if the Packers go out and win with Jordan Love behind center after Aaron Rodgers has been struggling so bad. Like, I mean, you saw that that critical interception that Aaron Rodgers threw uh, last night before he left. I mean, the Philadelphia uh, rookie safety, I can't remember his name, but literally you could tell he read Aaron Rodgers like a book. And it's like, wow, is Rodgers losing a step? And so I think this Jordan Love hype could uh, continue to increase. I think this is the most fascinating quarterback in the hobby, not only now, but for the rest of the year, for this reason, Andy, is not only did he have this roller coaster where Jordan Love cards were just going nuts, he had a horrible performance last year in his only start, but it was versus Kansas City, right? And everybody thought, okay, this guy is just trash. If he was actually good, they would have moved on from Aaron Rodgers. Maybe we were just all wrong after that Kansas City performance. Um, I remember a lot of people just turning sour on Jordan Love. Now, what we saw was just a very limited sample. We don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be healthier, plays the rest of the year. Um, but it is fascinating also, Andy, that even if he doesn't play, one thing I think that's huge is the year, right? 2020 Prism which is a class that has Joe Burrow. It is a class that has two attack of Iloa. It has a class that has Justin Herbert. All three of those guys look flat out incredible. Oh yes. Jalen hurts. Who's looked better than arguably any of them that also has Justin Jefferson. And there you go. You already think of what I'm thinking, Andy, the sealed wax, man, 2020. If, if I, I'm telling you, if the Packers get freaking lucky again and Let's say Jordan Love is like Jalen Hurts good or 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 let's just say he's Josh Allen good for j- just for craps and giggles. I don't I don't think he's going to be that good, but it's going to be so crazy that Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love um hype. But if it does um pop off 2020 sealed wax is only going to go up even more. Yeah, you know what's wild, uh, Carter, is that, you know, I would say in the past two years, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that basketball cards are more popular than football cards. Uh, but when it comes to the 2020 football draft class, there's no comparison. When I when I go and look at the price differences between 2020 basketball sealed wax, which I believe does have, what, Zion Williamson and Luka Doncic in that, in that draft class, right? No, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, that's 2019? <laughs> huh? Huh? So Zion was 2019 and John ja Morant. So those are two big okay. players. And Luca was the year before. But uh, I, I see your point. I, I, I keep going. So, so my yeah, my point is that the 2020 seal wax, um, A, is about 50% more than the prism seal wax for basketball for 2020. And another point, another observation that I've made is that optic sealed wax from 2020 is the same as prism, sometimes a little bit more. And I think this goes back to because I think now when we're talking modern, ultra modern, the optic is literally neck and neck with the prism in terms of desirability and liquidity. I think that rated rookie logo on the optic card stock is just as popular. It's right there with Prism. And we could see that from the from the uh, seal wax prices, in my opinion. And we, we'd have to dig through the episodes. I remember us talking about that, right? 
God, I would have had to have been. What what episode number are we on? Now? I've lost count. Sixty nine, maybe. Oh, nice. I that it's kind of it's kind of perfect. I really didn't know the episode number. I promise you, nice. You can't can't beat that, man. Uh, but I, it would have had to have been an episode in like the twenties or thirties or whatever where we talked about like. You know, it's I, I don't think Prism is going to forever be so far higher than the rated rookie uh, logo. Um, it's, there's something about it, man. And those, I mean, I just think those Lamar Jackson rated rookie portrait photo kind of cards just look good. I was talking about the Joe Burrow gold number to 10 um, rated rookie cards. I just love that rated rookie logo. I'm, I'm a sucker for it. I really am. Um, and man, I, I, I didn't, I honestly didn't know optic had creeped up to prison. That kind of, it's kind of exciting. Well, I think there's also a pretty high, like known optic hollow hit rate, which is an extremely popular card, a yeah. pretty decent gem rate. I would say about a 50% gem rate. And anytime I look at a card that's got a coin toss of getting a 10 versus the nine and virtually a 90% of a nine or a 10, I think you've got a pretty good like uh, reason to submit it to be graded because if it comes back a 10, you're going to four or five X the value of that card. And in some spots, like we actually had Carter last week, a confirmed $550 sold transaction on a Tua base prism PSA 10 card confirmed. Like we, we dug it up on eBay. We looked at it. It was actually totally confirmed. Uh, we were all shocked and surprised. We couldn't make really sense about it. Uh, but oh, you can weird. see here, looking at the chart, that was this little pink line is is the Tua Base Prism PSA 10. It spiked up to $550 there last That's week. Weird. That's so and, weird. And you can see the uptick in Jordan Love. I mean, he's up across the board. Um, and, and Herbert's cooled off. Even though they get the win this past week, they still have a small chance of making the playoffs. He's totally cooled off completely you've now got joe burrow kind of leading the way but they're really bunched up they're really bunched up and i definitely think that the jordan love hype uh could continue to increase i'd say you know um i talked about this yesterday too because mike white is back in the picture and mike, mike white. white is seeing some incredible price surges <laughs> this week as well after you know doing everything right on sunday just kind of taking what the defense gave him and actually unlocking some potential upside in that offense just like putting up a couple touchdowns like we're not asking you to do a whole lot zach wilson but it just shows you how much they were missing in zach wilson you know it's just kind of for that offense to meet the defense and his cards are going through the roof. They're not like his base prism last year when he got that start. It was earlier in the season. It was also uh, base cards were getting more. It, they, they were going up easier. So his base prism at that time got up to around $100. We're not seeing that this year. We're seeing it probably closer to like $30 on the raw base prism. But some of his graded card, like I saw a gold sell for 1000 and and these are still going up. Uh, and I think we could see these guys kind of go up over the next week or two, even though, you know, um, the Jets have a solid chance of playoffs, but the Packers are pretty much out, but it's the whole fan base market size. And like you said, man, he's been a hobby enigma going back to 2020. Let's go, Jordan. Um, yeah, I love the Mike White hype. I, I, I love looking at card prices. I love looking at all of it, man. I saw, what was it, a Mike White lot of – like 50 college rookie ticket autos of Mike White. I was like, 
why were there 50 of these even printed? Uh, I, I love me some Mike White, man. Uh, but it's very interesting because, you know, Trevor Lawrence had this ridiculous game this past weekend as well. And now Justin Fields is hurt. And you compare the 2020 draft class, which just looks amazing, and the 2021, uh, God, it's just been such a rough year for all the quarterbacks in, in that crop. Uh, it's just so, so, so fascinating to me. So, once again, the Mike White hype, it's back, man. It is back, and I'm freaking loving it. So, uh, shout out to the, uh, Coach Sala and uh, the, 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 the Jets. Now, we get into hobby tip of the week, and it actually will center around a Jordan Love card, Andy. Um, so uh, th- there was a controversy, and Andy, you know, this hobby is full of drama mm-hmm. where a person bought a Jordan Love rookie ticket auto, and it was about 130 bucks in total. Then Jordan Love gets inserted into the game, and the seller – cancels the sale and refunds the money which is if everything that you're looking at here on youtube is true um if 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 that is what happens that is absolutely horrible behavior on behalf of the seller so the reason why i bring it up was because on last week's episode we talked about your bad faith issues as a seller to a buyer it does work both ways. So I do think it's important, you know, to bring this up because if this indeed is what happened, this happens all the time. So let's just say this, it, this was just totally fabricated and made up. I doubt it. Um, when my hobby tip is just have good faith as a buyer and a seller. Know if you're selling this Jordan love card, you are not going to get the maximum. Um, perfect, perfect example is this. So, you know, I, I I bought this Jameis Winston card, and it was for a, a decent size uh, of money. I could have flipped it before the season and and made sixty uh, percent ROI on it. I decided to take a gamble, and guess what, Andy? I lost. Jameis Winston has not played. The Saints are an, a, a disaster. Okay, if I were to list the Jameis Winston card as an auction, I am not going to get maximum value back on that card. But if he were to go into the game an hour after my auction ends, I'm still going to honor the sale. That is essentially what is happening here. So it's hard enough to buy and sell cards as it is. Just act in good faith whether or not you are going to make or lose money. Mm. It's so critical because it all starts with the seller, right? Listing the card, taking the picture. And then it's like, we already deal with enough shady buyers. (laughs) We don't have any room for sellers to act in this type of manner. You just got to honor the sale, man. That's why I I, I say have that thing listed and buy it now. If you weren't so pressured to sell the card and you had to move it in an auction, why didn't you just have that and buy it now for 150 199 you know and accept offers at 130 so you can negotiate with people and then that way you wouldn't have been in the situation nobody would have been done dirty here uh it would be a totally different experience but i digress it's it's just uh yeah man we all got to do our part buyers and sellers yeah and i hate it i hate it for that buyer as well because you know like that that how much higher is that card going to go 
Well, it just depends on how much Jordan Love plays, right? But you know, it just it just stinks because you feel like God, dog, I just sniped that card. Especially someone like you, Andy, you you look at this a lot. I do uh-huh. too, but not as much as you do. But I mean, that just has to be so deflating as a buyer. It it really, really, really does. Um, but yes, do, act in good faith, right? Normally, if you know you're doing something wrong, just in anything, it's probably wrong. Now, Andy, your hobby tip of the week. Um, yeah, so <laughs> no, totally uh, unprepared for hobby tip of the week. I would say look at a ho- good hobby tip for you guys is to go look at what uh, the grading companies are offering now. So SGC has lowered their prices. They've also opened up a new bulk tier. They're competing with PSA directly. They are trying to stay in this game, stay relevant. I also saw an SGC 10 uh, Tua Prism sell for the same as a uh, PSA 10-based Prism Tua, which was really promising. They both sold for like $115. And I was like, there is a lot of SGC respect out there. We also know how easy they are. Like, <laughs> if you didn't like the grade, they're they're good sturdy plastic, but at the same time, you can easily, without like cutting your fingers or ruining the car, get it out of the case as well. So you know, there's a, there's a couple you know pros to grading with them. I would say ultimately though, go check out the recent rates because a lot of these grading companies have caught up on their their huge backlog and they've now offering pretty good turnaround time. So. I think looking at raw cards and looking at the gem rates between the 10, the 9, and the 8 and finding cards from, from specific sets that have high gem rates, like the 2016 Prism, for example. It's got like a 60 to 70% PSA 10 rate. And and um, look and looking at the current grading submission fees, there's a tremendous opportunity there, you know? So that'll be my hobby tip of the week, Carter. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And you know how I feel about grading. I I love PSA slabs. Those are my favorite. Most of my cards are in PSA slabs. But I wish there was another big grading company. Um, and that's why I like SGC. I'm 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 always going to be an SGC fan because they're trying. They're they're trying to put themselves up there uh, with, with with the goats. Um, but yeah, I, I I love that hobby tip of the week. Now, before we get the play of the week, please give the five star reviews. Don't forget. This is very important. Patreon.com slash football cards is where you can get our private discord. There's a lot of sharp people in there helping out other buyers and sellers and all of that. Check it out. Patreon.com slash football cards. Okay. So last week, my play of the week was uh, Devonta Smith. Um, Look, he's he's not going to be Justin Jefferson, but he's on a winning team. And I feel like he's going to make some flat out big, big, big plays. Okay. Now, this one's going to be way off the radar, and it's going to be a quarterback play. Um, I still keep an eye out for Tyler Huntley guards. I do. I've seen him play. He looks amazing. And look, everything looks fine with Lamar. Everything looks fine, you know, everywhere else, right? But Tyler Huntley is one of these guys that – will be the next Mike White when he gets the opportunity to play because he is such a good plug-and-play starter who plays a very exciting brand of football. So, you know, just keep an eye out for Tyler Huntley. And what's very interesting is his searches are very simple because the only real autos we have are his rookie ticket autos, and his autograph is not the 
most pleasant on the eyes, I'll say. Ha ha ha. Uh but yes, I I am still a a a Tyler Huntley believer and uh I still keep an eye out from time to time uh for cards. And I know it's kind of like one of those quarterbacky kind of plays he may not ever play again kind of thing, but man, I I I do believe at some point he'll get a chance. I love the limited supply of his cards. It makes the decision super easy. Like I'm going to get a rookie ticket auto. That's it. You know, I I don't have to, you know, try and and hunt for the variance between different sets and inserts and stuff like that. You really, your, your choices are pretty limited there. So that makes it easy from that standpoint, once you have that kind of player picked out. Um, But I, I think it's important right now for Carter, for people to ask themselves like Tyler Huntley, right? He's a, he's a long-term play. He's a stash uh, I think it's important to ask yourself before you're spending money right now is, am I expecting a return in the next 60 days, uh, yeah. which is the playoff time period? Am I expecting a return the next 90 to 180 days? So I think there's a, c- a couple windows right now, the 60 day playoff window. Then there's a 180 day free agency and draft hype cycle window. And then there's, you know, next September, like, you know, basically eight month, uh, window so more long-term next season type of play I think you have to ask yourself that you know how much of my bankroll am I tying up right now and am I expecting returns on this player card in the next 60 180 or eight month window and if you're okay with long term then I I mean I love to look at a guy like Jonathan Taylor right now you know uh, we know his role is secure uh, the Colts are probably going to pick up a, a different quarterback in the offseason. Maybe they get into the maybe they get into a position where they can draft one of these top guys. Maybe they actually go with the, a rookie next year instead of always going with these retread veteran quarterbacks uh, for the past four or five years. So I think that's the one key they're kind of need to unlock in their offense. So I like investing in some of those skill position players there in, in the AFC South. I think. That's a great um, long-term, like 180-day window. If I was really going to uh, shoot for the upside, I could look at a guy like Nico Collins. I think I've talked about him maybe a week okay. or, or two weeks ago um, because I love the the draft hype cycle upside of him on the Houston Texans potentially getting a Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, one of these top guys in, in, the, uh, in the draft. And I think, Carter, there's like four guys – four or five guys maybe now that are, are projecting to go in the first round of 2023 drafts. So that's exciting for some of these teams like the lions, like the Texans, maybe the Panthers, you know? So um, I don't know that that's kind of where my thought process is. And, and if I'm going for the playoffs, you better believe I'm going for like, you know, the Eagles or maybe even, maybe even the Ravens. I like that Tyler Huntley play. If anything happens to Lamar, I mean, that's uh, that's that's some sneaky upside. I like it. I like it. Now, um, here's what we're gonna do, Andy. It's a holiday season. I was gonna say this play of the week for next week because I want to see um how he follows up a great performance uh versus the uh, the Ravens, right? So Trevor Lawrence obviously was one of the best quarterbacks this weekend. Just unbelievable leading them on that comeback victory against a really, really um, well-run organization, the Ravens, right? I'm I'm still a Calvin Ridley believer. I'm still a Calvin Ridley believer. I look at his PSA 10 rated rookie. One went for under 10 bucks. I'm telling you, if the Jaguars go on a little bit of a run here, 
there's going to be another hype window for Calvin Ridley going into next year, right? Along with a rookie wide receiver that they'll probably select in next year's draft. Um, you know, I, I, it doesn't matter how you really feel about Trevor Lawrence. I think he's okay. I don't think he's special. Um, but man, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, people love them some Trevor. They, they freaking love them some Trevor Lawrence. Uh, can't get enough of them because a lot of people in the hobby, Andy, they are prideful people. All right. They don't like to be wrong. They don't like to be told they're wrong. They don't like to admit they're wrong. People like to double down on things, right? So I think Trevor's always going to be a middle-ish of the pack. I, I think, you know, he's going to be like a Philip Rivers quarterback when his career's all all said and done. Um, so, like, that's a little bit upper tier, middle tier, if that makes sense. But, you know, I we know Calvin Ridley can play, and if he was playing right now, he would be the best wide receiver on this team. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, just keep that in mind that Calvin Ridley for sure is going to be on the Jaguars next year. And uh, people are going to be talking about this comeback as well, Andy, because this is very unique, right? He, he got the Pete Rose slap on the wrist here for, for, for gambling, right? So, you know, it's 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 very, very interesting. Keep an eye out for, for Calvin Ridley cards. I think that's a great call. I think his hype is going to spike in August of next year. I think that's a great play for August of next year. And if people are uh you know um putting these cards up in auction right now potentially gold something else they just need to take whatever they can get for the holiday season and you can capitalize on that uh you can absolutely capitalize on that i, I think you're right because he's not he doesn't he's not going to have like the the character smear of some type of uh domestic violence or other type right. of violent yeah. incident it's you know he gambled he gambled after being out for a while with personal mental issues, whatever the case may be. And yeah, if I love that because Trevor Lawrence this past week looked incredible, right? I mean, over 80% completion percentage looked really good. One of his best games of his career. And uh, if he finishes the season strong, kind of like how the lions finished their season strong last year, even though they totally missed the playoffs and they were really bad. We know the Jags aren't drafting a, a quarterback. They're going to build in the trenches. They're going to build up the defense some more. Uh, who's been looking better this year than they were last year. And uh, you got Doug Peterson around for another year. So I think there's going to be a lot of hype for Jags coming into 2023 Carter. I think it's a great play. Let's go rid. Okay. So quick story here. Um, I've met Calvin Ridley before. Um, there's a photo of us somewhere. I interviewed him a few years ago. So I know there's a lot of people that are like, wow, you're, you're an LSU fan. You got a Deuce McAllister jersey in your backdrop. Well, it's for the Saints, not for Ole Miss. I'm over here praising uh, an Alabama uh, player. Yeah, I don't mind doing that, man. I'm, I, I love me some Jalen Hurts. So uh so so yeah but once again five star reviews subscribe to our youtube channel and check out everything andy does hype index and all the good stuff on patreon.com slash football cards and until next week oh yeah one more thing gold cards let us know what you guys think down below peace we'll see you next time guys thank you everybody Uh, yeah, look at you all. I actually don't even have the ring light on today. I've got the garage door open.
the so, you can, so you can see daylight. I can see daylight. I've got the dungeon doors open, man. We're airing the place out. Mm. The card cave. The it's it's thick of cardboard smell in here. Oh, what do you? What do you? Are you ripping full sets? Is that what that is? Dude, this this is this is from one score blaster box. This is one score blaster box. Twenty twenty two score. That's great. Like, I love that. Like, uh, if I'm a kid, I'm ripping. There's the hit. That, that, just put Joe Burrow's name on the bottom of it. Nobody <laughs> will know the difference. Put a line through Carson Palmer, right, Joe Burrow? <laughs> yeah, I got a bunch of Marcus Colston cards. I'm I'm just gonna put Chris Olave at the bottom of it. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be like, wait, hold on, Chris Olave doesn't have Bowman Chrome rookies, but now he does. To 2016 optic Michael Thomas, <laughs> Chris Olave. <laughs> Yeah, but did you know Alave wears Marcus Colston's number? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And you were, I, we were talking about that because you're like, man, I wish they were to retire that jersey number. He wasn't number one on my list, but the Saints moved up to get him. And I get it. He hasn't had much target competition, but, I mean, he has looked really good. Him and his twin brother, Garrett Wilson, they, they've been falling out. I, I, I got the topic. Uh, to start the show today, is it? Is are we are we back on the mic? Can you believe it, man? We're it's like deja vu from a year ago with the Mike White hype train, Dude, full is steam. It, it, is it not crazy? It's no, crazy. Um, I. Uh, the topic is gold. Like, how big of a gold fan are you? I mean, I sold a a Tyler Johnson gold gold field level prism card for like uh $85 it was something close to 100 bucks that i got in an auction for like 30 that's nuts yeah it's one of those cards you you can always always liquidate yeah 2012 panini prism marcus colson gold two to ten if you're trying to build the set you gotta have it Gold does look good, man, for keeping it a buck. Hmm. Jeff Demps. Yeah, like Tamba Holly, Peyton Hillis? Huh? 50? Dude, if you're building, yes, if you're building the set. Peyton Hillis kind of makes sense. You know, he, he, he had the year where he was the dude. Aaron Hernandez went for three fifty-five. That's crazy. Huh? Uh Hakeem Chris Johnson went for five thirty-nine. Twenty twelve Prism Gold. I freaking love this. Larry Fitzgerald went for a G. Cam Newton went for 680. Eli Manning 9 went for 3200. See. Actually, there's there's my guy Levante David. SGC 10 went for 200. That's not bad. That's that's actually kind of a That's not that's not bad. 
It's not bad at all, man. It's cheap. That's, that's cheaper one, than yeah. That's one of his prime cards right there. Yeah. Malik Willis, 2022 select draft picks. Um, select yeah, select draft picks. Zebra field level, same design. Mm. <laughs> 100, 115. Davis Mills. People still people still buying 22 bids, man. Someone it's you know it's hey. It's, I think they're just buying the card, right? I mean, it gotta be set building. Got some deep-seated fandom God. there. I'm sure there's a Zach Wilson somewhere getting sold for a hundo, at least. How have the mighty have fallen? Oh, I missed that comment. Uh, seven, oh, it was just 17 hours ago. Ten awesome quarterbacks. SSPs. All right. 2021 score intergalactic. Let's pull it up. Man, I oh, I I I went crazy on uh, hobby drama. Oh yeah, um, what's the uh, what's the latest? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't drama. It's just a seller being trashy. So I'm gonna bring that up for hobby tip of the week. Put them on notice. Put them on blast. Blue spade cards. Feeling on Deion Sanders. Uh, he, yeah, I was, uh, he's trending on Twitter. I saw this tweet. I, I check in on the Deion Sanders Jackson state, um, saga from time to time on YouTube. He routinely pops up like on my feed and stuff. And I find it pretty entertaining. He's so intense. <laughs> he's, he's the absolute freaking best man. Like and- I, it's just so cool what he's doing at Jackson state. And I'm praying that he doesn't go to Colorado or one of these crappy schools, Cincinnati. Uh, that I would be so furious if he did that. Right. I would like to see him kind of stay there and build what continue building what they got going. Dude, it's nuts, man. I love it. Uh, uh, but he's prime, you know. So, so you know who the coach at Grambling is right. Grant? No, I don't know. Hugh Jackson. Oh, get out of here. He went three and eight in his first year. <laughs> also, I, I, w- I will say this. Um, I'm at my best year ever in fantasy football, and it's only because I drafted Jalen Hurts in every league. Like, he is my he is my quarterback in every paid fantasy football league, including the card creator league. Um, it's unbelievable, like, how good he is. Like, yeah. I, know got, I know he's got the best whole line and he's got top 10 receiving core, top 10 running backs, top 10 defense, great front office, lots of infrastructure, rookie deal. It's, it's nuts, man. It's nuts. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of that's uh, that Sunday night game was on Jalen Hurts, though, you know? Like he really showcased why he's such a critical key to unlocking the the potential upside of that offense. You know, like you couldn't put a uh, a pocket passer in that offense and be nearly as ex- successful as as Jalen Hurts has been. Got a fresh cut. I'm ready to go, man. I'm super excited.
Yeah, talking look at my, you. Look at you. My best bud about my favorite thing. You got the Deuce McAllister jersey up today. Rockin' Deuce, man. Rockin' Deuce. Because, uh, uh, number one, we need some good Saints mojo. Uh, I wish he was playing for us right now. Uh, but number two, it's um, it's a good week to be uh, an Ole Miss fan because they got to keep their coach. Oh. The, the lane train is not going to Auburn. So I wanted to shout out our Ole Miss listeners. I don't know if we have any Ole Miss listeners. Huh? I'm sure there's got to be one or two out there. Yeah, one, one or, yeah, there you go. But um, because, like, my photo here is uh, Joe Burrow – Heismaning a a Ole Miss linebacker, so <laughs> so I, that's why I had to you know counteract that with some pro Ole Miss stuff right there. So, but um, but yeah, man, I'm ready where you are. All right, I am ready. Bang! Football cards collecting. <laughs>